everyone, this is Willie Crawford, and I'd like to welcome you to our show today. I think that you're going to enjoy it. As with every episode, we're dedicated to actually teaching you how to actually do things to grow your business, whether it's online or offline, using the Internet. If you haven't already, I uh, will ask you to like the show, um, but you can do that after we, we uh, wrap things up today. This helps us to continue to grow our audience and it boosts our ratings. Uh, today, we're going to spend the uh, hour teaching you how to get the most out of using private label rights. And we have a special guest today, which is Lisa Gergetz, and I hope I pronounced that correctly. If not, I'm sure, sure she correctly. <laughs> Good. <laughs> and in case you don't know Lisa, let me tell you a little about her. Lisa Gergetz is a lifelong entrepreneur who, who began her marketing career in grade school, selling homemade items out of her lunchbox to her fellow students. She started part-time in Internet marketing back in 2009 and quickly saw success in teaching others how to utilize niche blogging and simple Amazon sites to create an online income of her own. In fact, she was so successful that her part-time income began to exceed what she was making at a traditional 9-to-5 job. Realizing that she was losing money by working, she went full-time in Internet marketing in 2010 and has never looked back earning a six-figure income every year since then. Lisa is an expert at product creation and marketing, business and lifestyle coaching, and Amazon income. One of her main products is creation of eye-catching, information-packed private label rights, packages that focus on hot Amazon product categories. Lisa over-delivers when it comes to the content these packages contain. They're jam-packed with value and are designed so that you can easily get profitable Amazon site up and running in no time. Lisa, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's so nice to be here. Excellent. Excellent. It's nice to have you, too. I, I personally am a big fan of private label rights because it, it shortcuts the process of creating a product and building a site and establishing your brand and uh, starting to make sales. Instead of having to do all those things yourself, basically you're you're buying something where someone else has done all the work, and I often teach my students that uh, you, you're basically buying a rough draft in many cases, and all you've got to do is refine it, although the packages that you offer, Lisa, are fairly comprehensive already, uh, and we'll, we'll talk about that um, as we get into things. Um, I personally am, am in numerous niches, and I know that just doing the research before you jump in and spend too much time uh is very tedious, yet it's necessary because if you don't do that research, you don't know that um, you're doing something that's going to be profitable and you're better off taking your time and jumping into it. So um, uh, one of my first questions to you, Lisa, is how does a person uh, get a profitable niche in the first place? How do you? Well, when I was very new in Internet marketing, I actually um, – started out, one of my first services that I offered was doing niche research and, and keyword and domain research for people. Um, and I just, I absolutely love it. And what I found is that you can use a lot of the things that are already around you um, where the research has already been done for you. For instance, if you go and stand in front of a magazine rack at um, Barnes & Noble or even your local supermarket, Anything that has a magazine um, for it is going to be a great niche to get into because that means that there are already uh, companies out there that are willing to put forth 
big dollars to advertise uh, in that magazine. So if there's a magazine on it, it's usually a great niche to get into. Um, Another idea that I use is, you know, you get the Sunday paper and it comes uh, full of those ads in the middle. All of those ads, you know, these companies like Target and Walmart and Best Buy, um, they have all had their marketing departments researching to find out what the next biggest thing is or what the upcoming season, uh, what products are going to be really popular. And so, you know, you can piggyback off of that research that's already done to find some excellent niche ideas. That makes perfect sense. There's enough interest in a topic. There certainly wouldn't be a magazine on it. Uh, it wouldn't be there for sure. long, so that makes perfect sense, yeah. Um, when, when studying an issue, though, um, a, a lot of times you wonder, you wonder how many successful sites can that, that niche support, you know, how many people that are really interested in the topic. How, how do you uh, avoid getting into a, a saturated niche? Well, there's... You know, most niches today are pretty saturated. You know, retail is is just uh, online buying is just huge. So um, one of the things that I teach my own students is don't get into the broad niches. If you want to get into um, fitness and you want to promote some Amazon products like exercise machines or supplements or things like that, don't just go for fitness. Uh, you can break that down into, uh, so fitness would be the main niche, and then a sub-niche of that would be women's fitness. But even women's fitness is pretty saturated. So you just keep breaking it down, like something like um, fitness for women over 40. That is a much smaller micro-niche of that huge fitness niche. And in that little tiny micro-niche, you're going to be able to find long-tailed keywords that maybe don't have uh, super impressive numbers in terms of search data, uh, monthly searches and things like that, but they're also not going to be the keywords that everybody else is trying to compete for. So um, I have found uh, with my students a lot of success with telling them to go into a super micro niche and go for some of those long-tailed keywords and that kind of avoids the whole saturation problem. So when when you um, are telling them to do that, are, are you also encouraging them to build out a site that, where the one site uh, is sort of using the silo model and, and they're targeting numerous keywords in that push? Yeah, because, you know, the the Amazon mini site is a thing of the past now. Um, and what Google really loves to see is a lot of varied content that's relevant to your niche. So, um, for example, in the sub-niche of uh, fitness for women over 40, you could go for, you know, four or five-word keyword phrases that not very many people are going for, but you're still going to get the search volume that you need to uh, to get that um, target audience onto your page and get them reading and hopefully buying. Excellent. And, and uh, you know, I asked the question about market saturation, but I, I honestly believe that as long as you 
differentiate yourself and you know don't just become a commodity and, and you know to me too then uh you don't have any direct competitors because you're different somehow and uh so exactly people will buy you they'll buy from you just because you're you and um you know that's that's probably another whole show altogether <laughs> yeah it probably is um okay um uh, we're talking about using private label rights, and, and that's one of your specialties, and, and we're going to talk about the packages that you offer today some, um, because I want, and I know it's really, really top quality. I've seen a lot of private label rights out there that it was obvious that, that uh, they were just created so that the person would have something to sell, and they didn't really care. They didn't anticipate the person buying them, really using them, I guess, is what I'm thinking, mm-hmm. uh, and so they were really, really poor quality, but... One of the, the uh, things I've, I've always argued about is whether or not a person should use private label rights they purchase as is, or should they, you know, do some customization? What do you teach on that? It's it's my opinion that if it's going to be a choice between using it as is or doing nothing, then definitely use it as is because then at least you're doing something with it. Uh, the worst thing that could happen is it just sits on your hard drive and, and collects virtual dust. But in a best-case scenario, you want to customize that content so that it's unique. Um, you, you want it to be unique for your to your readers, and you want it to have your own flavor and your own personality. So things like rewriting the articles that you get or, um, you know, finding additional informative videos to post that are really super relevant to your site and to your niche, um, those are all ways that you can customize the PLR content so that it really helps your search engine rankings. And the content that, okay. you know, the written content that are uh, included with the with the, the packages, you know, those can can all be used to um, to send out emails to your list if you have one, and we'll probably get into that later. Um, yes. But uh, in terms of in terms of taking what's in the package and putting it right out onto your site, um, if that's all you can do, then then that's all you can do, and go ahead and do it. Um, but maybe set a goal in the future for going back and customizing that content just to make it a little bit more unique to you. Yeah, and that's what I pretty much teach people that I work with too is um, I know the majority of people who buy private label white stuff uh, or they, they don't use it, like you said. Uh, they they yep. think about it and then they, go, they get sidetracked, and so it, it would be good just to, to use it. And, and I've worked with all kinds of private label rights to include like software private label rights where um, uh, you could go and your own banners and your own name and things like that. And, and so I, mm-hmm. I think that they should customize myself. Um, you know, I've I bought um, e-books before on topics that interest me. And, and us humans, when we take an interest in a topic, we'll go out and we'll buy a magazine or a book or a video or whatever, and then mm-hmm. we'll go to something else on the same topic. And uh, I've gone to, like, the famous warrior forum and bought something and then uh, read that and then gone back and bought something else on the topic from another person. And I noticed that often <laughs> they read the same. You know, you'd be reading something and go, wait a minute, I've read this before. And exactly. So it was obvious 
that they purchased private label rights and not bother to change anything about it. You know, it's like, um, yeah. I don't think that's good. Uh, but and, and I don't, and I don't also, think that's the way that it's intended to be used. I think that PLR is mostly intended to be a jumping off point. Um, not the not the end result. And I think that that's a fact that a lot of people miss is they think that when they buy PLR, that's the that's the end. And it really is just the beginning because, you know, then you have to go through and, and you have to put your own personality on everything because like we've already discussed, that is what is going to draw your audience in. That's what's going to make people want to buy from you. And, and you also, you know, if you're reading, uh, you're talking PLR article. Ebooks, you you really want to make sure it's accurate because you want your customer to be happy and not refund and uh, not you know yes. post bad things about you out there in cyberspace. So you want to make sure it's accurate too and that you're comfortable with your name on it. So uh, yeah, I I I to and and uh, make minor changes to it or, or you know even add my own affiliate link like that. Now, right? Oh, definitely. Your, your packages, yeah. 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 Uh, your packages are. Uh, WordPress themes uh, with related parts and pieces. Um, mm-hmm. Do you, you encourage your, your customers to start out by just basically setting up a WordPress blog and then uh, starting to build an authority site by, by blogging, basically? Well, yeah, um, kind of. The initial offer that people are uh, that buyers are presented with comes with the WordPress themes and so that that makes it super easy to um, you know you just go and you install WordPress and then bam you've got this great looking site um, and then it's it's up to them to use the other pieces that they can um, that they can buy that they might want to kind of fill that site out with um, and I kind of do it that way because you never know what somebody wants to do with with a site. So if they want to brand themselves in a niche, then you know it's much different than somebody who is uh, simply looking to make some Amazon affiliate income. Right, but but even there, you you want to do things to make the site um, more noticeable in the search yes. engines and things like that. Yes. Yeah, so, and um, that's why even even my initial, you know, the initial purchase will come with the WordPress themes, but they'll also come with um, usually between 10 or 15 blank headers so that all you have to do is switch out the header and, you know, you've got a site that looks different now from everybody else who has purchased uh, that same package. Yeah, because... Uh, Amazon's big, or Google's big at showing graphics too in, in the search engines, and so people could look at, at various sites uh, uh, with, uh, if they're surfing and searching, and they're on the um, graphics tab, they'd see that all the sites look the same pretty much. Uh, you know, yes. Just from, mm-hmm. So it, it, that makes sense to go in and customize those uh, those graphics. Uh, the, mm-hmm. Those headers that are they fairly easy to edit? They're very easy to edit, and actually, uh, within the package that you that a, um, a purchaser buys, um, there's instructions on how to uh, customize the header and how to switch it out with the original header that's already installed in the theme. Um, it's it's super easy to do, and there are online tools that I tell you about that are free to use and and just super easy to use. I'm I'm not a Photoshop person. I wish I was. 
but um, I don't know how to use Photoshop, so I have had to. I don't make, either. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I've had to learn how to make professional-looking graphics with um, basically non-professional tools. But there are so many uh, available today now that are free or n- next to free that it, it really makes it kind of easy. And I give all of those instructions within the, um, within the packages that people purchase. Now, th- th- there are a lot of moving parts to in- any website. Uh, we're talking about it sites that are built on a WordPress theme, so naturally they'd start out with uh, a WordPress install, and, and the theme is just um, installed in, in one folder within the site, and then you can choose which theme you want. Uh, what what all is included in your your packages? What are, what are well, the components? I have, I have several different kind of um, sub-packages, and I kind of okay. do them in modular in a modular format because... Um, it gives the buyer a choice in, in what they want. They might not want the PLR sites, but they may want the social media pack, that, that type of thing. So it kind of gives them um, more options to pick and choose what they want and what they think will work for them. So um, usually in the initial offering, um, the buyer is going to receive the product videos, the blank website headers, uh, WordPress templates or themes, the, all of the keyword and domain name research. They'll get the Amazon product lists, which are um, hand-picked Amazon products that all get above four stars and are usually higher in cost so that the, um, the uh, affiliate makes more of a commission. Um, and then the ad banners, too. So then the... the um, after that initial purchase, they have the choice to buy the social media and list building pack, which contains three 1,500-word reports um, and then usually additional written content in the form of articles. And then we also have uh, usually include 10 done-for-you um, social media memes that you can use to put on Facebook um, and then leave a link uh, to your website and drive traffic that way. Um, and then on down the line, they get uh, a choice where they can purchase completely done for you PLR websites that are super easy to install, um, or a recipe package where where that's applicable um, that includes both recipes and the recipe card graphics. So there are a lot of different um, modules that that the um, that the buyer has a choice to to purchase, and it's it's not uncommon to have somebody go and and go through the whole thing and buy all of the pieces because they're all very um, they're all very different, but they're all very relevant to having an authority site and branding yourself. And you know you can use these things on Facebook and you can use them for list building and things like that. That, that makes sense. And, and I, when I look at your your packages, they are also very affordable. You know, it, it it's uh, a lot cheaper than they could even get it done at you know some site like Fiber where, where you'd hire someone to do your headers and all those things like that. So uh, it's, oh, it's, sure, it's yeah. extremely affordable. Yes. Um, now, uh, you, you also do you include videos in, in all the packages too? Yes, all of the all of the packages um, in the what we call the front end offer, which is the initial offer that people see, um, all of them have 30 product videos, 
And again, those are hand-picked Amazon products. Um, we've hand-picked them because of the four-star rating and because of their price. We want to try to get that Amazon affiliate as much income as we can, so we tend to focus on the higher dollar products when we're doing the videos um, and, and things like that. Excellent, excellent. Uh, I know I've, I've noticed uh, a lot of sites they struggle with getting traffic. Uh, I've worked with people for almost 20 years now, and a lot of people will, you know, put up a site and they will discover no one's coming to them to their site, and they don't know how to get traffic. Um, do you teach them how to get traffic, or how do you recommend that they, they uh, start out getting noticed by the search engines or getting noticed by their ideal customers? You know, I think that I think that especially beginners in internet marketing make traffic a lot harder than it needs to be. Um, right. It's something that you you see a lot of products on traffic. Um, you see a lot of instruction on traffic, and you know, Willie, I have not been in this business nearly as long as you have, but in the six years that I've been doing this, it really hasn't changed a whole lot. What Amazon, uh, what uh, Google wants to see, is unique and relevant content. They want a great reader experience, and so if you're consistently putting relevant content on your site. If you share your stuff on social media and, um, you know, you begin building your audience that way, they're going to notice. The more unique stuff you place on your site consistently, the more notice you're going to get from the search engine. And, you know, you don't have to worry as much these days about things like keyword density in your articles and things like that because Google is taking a much more organic approach they simply want good content for their readers. Um, and and my, my packages make that easy because they, they give the buyer not only the written content that you can um, customize to make really interesting and informative blog posts, but the mems that you can personalize. You, know, you can take the mem and you can um, go into PicMonkey and very easily put your website URL in one of the, like a little corner or something, almost like a watermark, and then you can put that out with some some interesting um, posts on social media and stuff like that. Those little things that you do, they're not only going to attract the, the the search engine, but it's going to attract your audience, and that's how you start building your following, which is you know something that's just so huge in internet marketing that sometimes people don't really think about. That makes sense, and I've I've read several places that uh, visual things like videos and memes uh, get shared probably five times as much as just regular text posts on sites like uh, Facebook. So if you put those visual things out there, they, they will get noticed. I mean, we're visual creatures. It's just we, we exactly. prefer watching a video to reading. <laughs> That's just the way we are, and so. Uh, it, what, what, all, all of what you said makes makes a lot of sense, and, and also we, we were talking about using a WordPress um, blog, and if they uh, properly optimize, set their blog up properly, the WordPress blog itself, then every time that they post to the blog, it's going to notify the search engine. The search engine is going to come up, and so it, they're constantly searching databases anyway. So exactly. 
that hard right for a lot of people. Um, now, one of the easiest ways that I know to get traffic to a site, though, is it's simply to your list of subscribers, if you have one, letting them know that you've updated the site, letting them know what's going on with the site, and maybe if you're running a sale or telling them about some special you found. Uh, we were talking Amazon initially, so you know, tell them that you found something special in that niche, then they're going to go and that's going to bring them back in. So um, the, the list uh, is also comprised of people who know, like, and trust you. They've, they've learned to come back and, and visit your site and read your updates and hopefully get to like you from the service you provide by uh, keeping them informed on their topic. Yet I, I know exactly. people who, uh, I know people who've been in business five to ten years, and their biggest complaint is, well, I don't have a list. And so they can't send an email out and bring the traffic back to their site. How soon do you recommend that they start building a list after they get their site set up? Immediately. I honestly don't think that there's any time to waste when it comes to building your list. Because I think that the average beginner has no idea um, the value that, they are going to receive as a marketer from growing their list. Um, one of the reasons that I include the social media and list building module for my packages is because it's super easy to go into whatever autoresponder, whatever email list provider um, you use and set it up so that you're giving the um, the person who gives you their email address, one of those three reports that are that come in each one of these social media packages. Um, so you can switch out those reports, and you can get, or you could put them all together and give away an ebook if you wanted to. Um, you know, they're all written by my husband uh, John, who is a former attorney, and he's now a professional content writer. Um, ah, okay. So. They're written by somebody who uh, speaks English as a first language, and they're all, in, you know, very well researched and written. And so those are really valuable things to give away to entice people to join your email list. And I don't recommend that people wait to do that. I think that as soon as you have that site up and running, you should be trying to get people on a list. And I've I've read uh, numerous uh, Big name people now who talked about when they first started out and they only had five or ten people on the list, they started emailing that list right away and they joked that they were probably relatives. Uh, but, you know, I guess a lot of people struggle with, well, what do I, you know, do once I get this list in the first place? What do I say to them? Um, I don't struggle with that, but you're basically just talking to them, aren't you? Just giving them site updates. Yes, giving absolutely. Them you know, they want, uh, most people want to know that, the, that, that there's a person on the other end of the computer, you know, and, and they're not just talking to a machine. So if you're, you know, ever at a loss for what to say to your list, um, go and, and, and just do a Google search for your niche and find an interesting article and read it. And then Write a blog. Write a blog post about it, and send that out to your to your list, and say, "Hey, I'm really interested in what you guys have to say about this. Leave a leave a message in the comments, or you know, email me back and let me know. And you know, that's that's a, a really interactive way to get your uh, list members 
um, really feeling like you are invested in them. And and then that those types of relationships are going to be far more valuable than simply uh you know getting thousands of people to sign up to receive your free ebook. Um I'm a firm believer that lists are are quality, not quantity. So um I have always uh I've always thought that, you know, the more interactive you can be with them, the the more loyal they're going to be to you and that just makes your life as a marketer that much easier. That, that makes perfect sense. My, my friend um, Paul Myers, um, I've known for probably 15 years now, he, he teaches that uh, you got people to join your list by making some promise to them. They had a reason for joining your list. Maybe you just told them you were going to keep them updated on some topic and the latest changes, or you promised them whatever. He, he said just give them whatever it was that you promised them. They, they joined the list because they had a certain interest and because you made a promise to them. Uh, exactly. That's, uh, and also, you you don't typically email them about too many things that are off topic. Uh, I personally avoid uh, sensitive topics uh, or you know topics like politics and religion. But uh, sometimes you can even be you know controversial if that's what you know if you want to use that style in, in your sure. communication with your list. Yeah, and and you some know, people will bond with. I think it all depends you. on. I think it all depends on who who you are as a person. You know, be that person. <laughs> it's so easy yeah. when people make it so difficult. Just just be who you are. And it's just talking to people, and and they do like to know that someone and that someone's listening to them because I I, I I'm in the internet marketing space. I'll of other spaces such as you know martial arts and pets and um, things like that too, um, law of attraction type stuff and. And people, they join your list uh, because they have a, a certain interest and they basically want to talk to you about that. And yet I see so many people, especially in the internet marketing space, all they do is send, they send a lot of emails out to a list, but every one is just a promotion for something. And people tune you out when you do that. Uh, I've noticed yeah. that too. Yep, it's it's just yeah. like ad blindness. Yeah. Now, Videos uh, grown quite a bit over the past couple of years. Uh, I read somewhere that people now watch more uh, videos on on YouTube than they do television. So it it has definitely uh, grown. And you mentioned you include what thirty, twenty five, or thirty videos in each of your packages. Each one has thirty videos. Yes. Mhm. How, how do you how do you recommend that your customers use these videos? Well, some of the customers will just put them out on um, YouTube or whatever with a, a link to their site or a link to the particular um, post on their site that has that product that's uh, showcased in the video. Um, but a lot of people, we uh, they will uh, do their own product review uh, at the beginning right. of the video. They'll do their own video, and then they'll add – what we give them on the back end because it actually, our videos have a call to action built right in. Um, and it, it actually is the a little arrow that points down and it says, you know, click here for, you know, I don't know, to click, to click here to buy, I think it says. Um, and so it makes it super easy for you to utilize these and put your own affiliate link 
and then make you know uh, affiliate income that way. And all of videos are in MP4 format, so they're really easy to edit with any of the video editing programs that are out there today. And right. um, you know, the license for the video is completely open, so the buyer becomes the owner, and the buyer can edit them uh, pretty much however they'd like. Okay, and that, that makes perfect sense. And, and YouTube means that if they, if they store it out there, they're not uh, having to pay uh, for a lot of bandwidth or pay to stream their video someplace else. YouTube lets you do it for free. And YouTube is, in many ways, one of the largest search engines in the world. So uh, people searching on a topic, if, if you properly uh, list the description of your video, uh, people are going to find your video when they're looking for a specific model of, of whatever it is that you're selling, for example. So uh, that's very powerful if, if you do it properly. Do you get into sure. any of that type of stuff, how to, how to list uh, the video on YouTube, for example, the title and all that stuff? No, I actually don't. Um, I am more of the builder of all of it, right. <laughs> and then I let the I let the audience kind of do what they want to do with it. Okay, okay, that makes perfect sense. But you, you you've actually, to me, done the you, you have done the hardest part. Uh, you you mentioned that you like doing research. I am not crazy about doing research, and I, I noticed that a lot of other people uh, don't do very much research, and, and they'll get into some niche where they haven't really even um, looked at what products are available and you know how big the market is and things like that. So they just jump into something because they have an interest in the topic, which is okay, but then they're surprised when not a lot of other people have an interest in that topic. And, uh, right. So you, yeah, and the, the, the packages, yeah, the packages that we put out, you know, we only put out packages in um, niches that we know to be money-making niches where people are online buying stuff all the time. So, you know, that that's it kind of takes that that guesswork out of things. If if you see me put up a package, then you can pretty much pretty much rest assured that there's money to be made in that niche and by utilizing all of the different parts and pieces, um, you know, you really can't go wrong. You will make money. Excellent. So so you you've researched and you found uh uh that that the Niche is something where a lot of people are passionate, and then you found products on Amazon that are priced uh, higher, you know, not really cheap stuff where, because mm -hmm. the affiliate's getting paid a commission, a percentage commission, and so if they're only selling $5 items, they're not going to make very much, so you right. go for the more expensive stuff, and uh, yep. and then you give them all the information on you. I mean, you give, you give them a, a database uh of products that you've researched. Each um, each initial offer comes with however many keyword phrases we can find. Usually, it, it it's thousands of keyword phrases, along with the amount of searches that particular keyword phrase gets a month. And that is we research that just through Google, and um, and then it also comes with a list of available domain names. So it it kind of cuts hours out of the initial research stage for somebody who wants to really quickly jump into a new niche or they want to expand uh, uh, their 
um, presence in a niche quickly because they don't have to do any of this stuff themselves. It's all in spreadsheet format, um, very easy to, to quickly go and grab a great domain and grab a couple of initial keywords, use some of the written content to get some blog posts out there, start some memes flying out on Facebook and stuff. And um, it's really it's really a fast track to getting yourself into whatever, you know, niche you want to get into. Okay. And they're, they're, uh, they're, they're building up a site that's a blog uh, and they're posting whatever to it. How often do you recommend that they, they post to their blog? And, and what uh, do you recommend that they post? Well, I like to see two, three, two to three times a week I think is a really good number. Um, it depends on how many sites you have up. You know, if you've got 100 sites that you're – doing yourself, that can be pretty difficult. But um, yes. I, think that I think that consistency is really key. And, you know, Google is so crazy about their customer experience that they they just want to see the consistent, relevant content posted. Um, and in terms of what kind of content, there's just so many options. Um, I usually like to see in my students uh, a nice mix of information content, uh, product reviews, and then lists and videos. Um, for instance, if you have a coffee blog and you're selling coffee makers, on Monday you could post an article about um, how and where coffee is grown because that would be very interesting to most people who really enjoy coffee. Uh, and then right. say Wednesday you could post a product review video, and then maybe Friday you would post a list, um, something like three ways to use your coffee maker but not make coffee. Uh, and then you could maybe talk about how you can brew warm water for tea and, and stuff like that, hot chocolate or whatever. Um, th things that are, are going to really be relevant to your niche but very interesting for somebody to land on your page and then they really kind of want to click around because the more they click around on your page, the more apt they are to click through on one of those Amazon links and then you've already got them in a buying mood because you've given them all of this information. So, you know, that's where your income is going to come in. Once you get them in a buying mood, then they're ready to go to Amazon and you've got the links right there and, you know, there you go. There's your affiliate income. Excellent. And you you sort of want them to think of you as uh, one of the authorities, one of the experts on, on a specific topic, don't you? Sure, absolutely. Um, that's why you know, my packages have so much different content. And one of the tricks I've seen uh, used is you can you can go to uh, Google and set up what's called a Google Alert, where as Google's constantly combing the internet looking for news or whatever, uh, when they notice something new, uh, if you, you've set up an alert asking Google to notify you when they find something new on a specific topic, they'll they'll send you an email, basically. So you can set sure. up a Google alert that's just on coffee or something pertaining to coffee, and every time they find something, a new mention of coffee, whether it's you know news about the coffee crop uh, being in danger of uh, freezing or, uh, or, they, or new scientific talks about whether or not it's good for you, things like that, then, you know, Google the information and, and you find the, you go read it and then you share that on your blog and you become like, a, at that point, a content curator, but you're the go-to person because you always seem to know 
what's going on. And so people start looking to you to, to hear the latest news on what's going on. That's sure, exactly, exactly. That's how you start to build a following. And, yeah, the Google Alerts, that's a great way to to get ideas for new content or to curate content and share it around, you know, and just ask people, hey, what do you think about this? You know, I think this is a really cool idea. Or, um, you know, you, if you use that content to ask people questions about it uh, and, and make right. it interactive, that's, uh, I think that's a real, great, a real great way to start building your following. And, and, it, and it lets it shows your following that you know the, the latest information on it too. So you know, mm-hmm. it, it's, you know what people are talking about because, just because Google keeps telling you, and so you're always you know you're always in the know, and that, that's very powerful. Yep. Now, yep. When I look at, at, at blogging, um, there's a, a lot of different types of ways of blogging. What what types of um, blog posts do you recommend? And when I'm thinking there is you know what formats among other things? Um, I think that depends on the kind of content that you're putting out. Um, For blog posts, you know, I think that a very informal and friendly conversational tone does a lot better, especially if you're selling products. Um, Nobody likes to be sold to. So if you're you're more conversational in your tone, I think that's going to go a long way towards enabling your customer to trust you. Um, and I'm not real concerned anymore about the length of a blog post. That that kind of seems to, to go in cycles. People want to write 400, then 800, and then it has to be, you know, a 2,000. <laughs> so I, I, don't, I don't pay a whole lot of attention to length, but I do pay a lot of at- attention to the, the value that the post gives and the quality of the post. Um, if you're talking about video content, you know, you could go to YouTube and find a thousand different videos about coffee. I'm sure you could. Right. Um, and that's not a niche that, that I'm in. Well, one of the hints when it, when it comes to YouTube is do a little bit of research first. When you're, when you're looking for videos um, to post to your site, you want to look at the comments in that video to make sure that it hasn't been trolled. Um, to make sure that there's not a lot of bad language or fighting, or it's just amazing how that stuff pops up in the comments. It is. And so that's one thing that I look for. And then the other thing is you can get yourself kind of in a trick bag by putting um, videos on your sites that have links that point to somebody else's site, and you don't want that. (laughs) You want them to buy off your site. So I usually try to find um, halfway decent quality videos that are just put together by amateurs who just have an interest in coffee and maybe they just have a a different way that they make coffee and they just want to share it, Um, you know, so, so that I'm not, so that I'm not leaking traffic off my site onto somebody else's site via their YouTube video. Yeah, and, and one of the things there is uh, when you grab the embed code for a video from YouTube, you can tell, you, you can check little boxes over at uh, YouTube that tells the embed code not to show other videos after that one's finished showing on your site. Uh, right. Because if you if you don't do that, then as soon as that video that you wanted them to watch finishes, it's going to throw a bunch of other stuff up there. And sometimes it's not stuff that you want. You know, like I remember 
terms like uh, cheesecake, you know, because I have a cooking site. Well, cheesecake can also include like nude nude photography and things like that. So all of a sudden, now you're oh, showing okay. that, you know, pulling your audience into something else, you know. So you, yeah, you, you want to think about like that. <laughs> yeah, and, and I, I've seen that a lot. <laughs> Uh, I also think that when you're, um, I asked the question about the type of content, people, because they're visuals, you, you want to show videos, uh, but you also want to maybe include some audios, you know, just where you're, they don't have to read, they can just listen to it, and uh, lots of graphics so that, you know, you don't want a blog that's all just uh, words because that looks boring, you know. So no, I think that yeah, I think that absolutely including a, an image at the beginning of each blog post, I think it adds a lot of visual interest to the site and um especially you know there there are so many places now where you can go get um free images that are licensed for use on your website and you don't have to right. pay for them. Uh Pixabay is a great site for that. Um and so, yeah, you can just go choose an, a relevant image and, and put it up on your site, and it can either be like a thumbnail or, or whatever, a slideshow at the, at the top of your screen or, or, you know, however you want to do it. But it really adds a lot of visual interest. And it's also great for search engine, you know, ranking because you can put your keywords um, in the metadata for your, for your image and right. you know you can help rank that image for your keyword, and then people will click through and come to your site. And when you're when you're doing social media, um, you 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 generally want to make a blog post and then go share the link to that blog post on uh, Facebook, on Pinterest, on Google Plus, on LinkedIn, or wherever. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. uh, if you've got an image, then Facebook's going to pull that image into the Facebook post. You don't want to right. post the embed code from YouTube, usually on Facebook. You want to post the embed code on your site and then pull the people off of Facebook over to your site, and, and the image will do that. Uh, so that, that's exactly. really powerful. Yeah, yes, um, exactly. That's really your goal is to get them off of the social media sites and, and onto your site and visiting your site. And actually, if they're really passionate about a topic and they go over and they find this place where there's a lot of information on the topic that they, they are they love, then they're going to keep going back anyway. So, you, you know, you just want to let them know you're the place where, where that's happening. Yep, exactly. Now, yeah. Now, you you provide basically everything that a person for, uh, to start selling Amazon products immediately. Um, do you recommend that they monetize their site in other ways than selling Amazon products, you know? Uh, for example, well, we already talked about building the list, um, and so they can mail out offers uh, that are for other types of products too, can't they? Or even their own. Yeah, definitely their own. I mean, that's the ideal situation. Um, and I think that a lot of that depends on the uh, the goal of the customer for that particular site. Um, they may not want a huge presence in that particular market. They may not want to brand themselves in that market. And so for them, you know, the relatively, I would say, passive income made from an Amazon site is is really all they're looking for. And if you, you know, if you think if they make $10 a day in Amazon commissions on one site, that's an additional $300 or so a month. And then if they have, you know, two or five or ten of those sites that are all doing the same thing, 
that's a that's a pretty good income. I mean, that, that could make a big difference for somebody. Um, oh, but yeah. then, you know, somebody somebody who really wants to brand themselves in a niche and become an authority in that in that particular niche, they're definitely going to want to pursue different monetization angles because, um, you know, like we had talked about email marketing. Um, if if you have, uh, I know we had talked about a coffee blog. If you have a coffee blog, um, and you get a list of a hundred people that you're interacting with, you know, to to put together an ebook of your own that is maybe um, maybe recipes that you use coffee in, uh, and you charge. I don't know, maybe start out with something that's $7 or, or, or $3 or who knows. But, you know, if 50 people buy that from you and all you're paying is PayPal fees, you, I think that at that point people start to see the potential in email marketing and really being an authority in their niche. And all it takes is for you to extrapolate those numbers out into a thousand or two thousand or ten thousand, and then you start seeing how people are are actually making a living doing you know online marketing. So yeah, I think that, that, that if people want to brand themselves in a niche, then you're definitely going to want to do more than just Amazon marketing. And, and if you don't want to brand yourself a niche. Um... Do you recommend that they not use their real name, for example? And, and I do. I ask that question because I know people, maybe they're talking about a, a, a woman's topic or, uh, you know, a topic for somebody of a certain age or a certain demographic, and they're they're match that demographic. Would you, in that case, recommend a pen name or something? Yeah, I would recommend a pen name if if it's not something that you are going to put yourself out there. Um, as an authority, you know, I, I have a lot of students who they end up with 20 or 30 um, um, just Amazon sites, just like the ones that are included in my in my packages, and they update them regularly. They uh, they add um, maybe twice a week. They add new content, and the the sites make you know five to twenty dollars a day. But when when you have the numbers that they do of of sites, um, you know, it becomes pretty lucrative, and it's not a, a huge amount of of time that you're putting in, um, you know. So I, I think that you know it uh, it kind of just depends on it kind of depends on what the individual wants to do. Yeah, I, I know some people like me are workaholics, and uh, so even though I don't have to, I, I put in a lot of time. There are other people who only want to put in, you know. 10, 20 hours a week at the most, and uh, so so they would would not want something that was labor intensive. And these right, sites exactly. are, are ideal for that. Yeah, uh, I don't want to run out of time before I, I uh, we, we're going to go until on the hour uh, without letting people know how to get in, how to access your packages. Uh, and uh, I've actually looked at two of them in particular. Uh, in depth, uh, one's on the health and, and wellness. I, I wanted to actually give them uh, a shortcut link that I set up uh, so they can go check that one out and check or check those two out. Uh, the first one is on health and wellness, uh, which is uh, a huge, huge niche. I mean, a population of the world is getting older. We're living longer, and we, the baby boom is the biggest bubble in our population, and a lot yeah. of us have concerns about health, you know. Uh, I'm 
well, I'm 56. My wife's approaching 60. So, you know, we want to stay healthy. Um, so that health and wellness package, uh, they can go check out. My name's Willie Crawford, so they go to WillieCrawford.com forward slash, and then your name is Lisa, so I just put Lisa1 with a capital L, L-I-S-A, and the number one. So if they go to WillieCrawford.com forward slash Lisa1, it basically takes them over to your uh, your landing page, and it's just Great. easier to, you know, to remember. And that's the health and wellness package. The uh, You also, uh, I, I looked at the outdoor living package. I live in Florida, and so we do a lot of stuff outdoors year-round, just in the <laughs> summertime. And uh, so I, I uh, have a... a Outdoor Living Package, which is WillieCrawford.com forward slash Lisa2, and Lisa, again, is with a capital L and a number two. So WillieCrawford.com forward slash Lisa2. Um, anything you want to say about those, either of those two packages in particular? Um, just that when we were creating that Outdoor Living Package, it was supposed to be spring here, and it was about 30 degrees. Um, uh, so it was it was torture putting that package together. We wanted summer so badly cause, because I live up in northern Minnesota, right on the Canadian border. So um, it's very chilly up here. <laughs> but I know. Um, either either of those packages um, would be a great way for somebody to get a head start entering, um, you know, several different niches that could that could come from you know those packages definitely. Now, with the outdoor living patch, you, package, you mentioned uh, Minnesota and cold weather. That, that packet actually uh, talks about Amazon uh, products such as uh, patio heaters or fire rings and things like that. So yes. it's not just yep. summer stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, and it's I, not. It's not. And and um, it's amazing how many, you know, patio heaters you do see. Uh, used to be you, you'd only see them in restaurants, um, you know, on their on their outdoor patios and stuff. But now it's kind of commonplace, well, especially up where I live, to see patio heaters out, um, you know, because we, we, we need them up here. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm in Florida, and in the wintertime we, we get – my, I'm in northwest Florida. We get some uh, nights when it's in the t- uh, high 20s, and we mm-hmm. still sit oh, outside. Yeah, you need it then. Uh, yes, and so uh, I have a heater on my on my back patio. You know, I, well, I won't break it out until I won't uncover it until uh, probably November or December. But I, I do a lot of things outdoors, even in the the winter time. And so, yeah, I, I get a lot of use out of that. Um, yes. With with those two packages. Uh, since I've been an affiliate marketer for, for almost 20 years now, since 1996, and I studied a lot of the problems that affiliate marketers face. Uh, for example, we talked about getting traffic. Uh, so I actually created a product on traffic. I, I, and it, we went into uh, it was a brainstorming a mastermind session with another marketer who's got about 15 years' experience. And we talked about 15 ways that you can generate traffic either for free or very inexpensively. I want to give that to anybody who purchases any of the packages we mentioned uh, you know, relatively soon. I'm not, I'm not going to say today um, because it's not. I'm not. You know, it's not a false scarcity thing. But if you purchase it, um, the um, download page will automatically have links to download that package. And I, I created a second um, product with another friend who is an expert at programming and also at graphics and things like that. And he 
we spent uh, probably two hours talking about how to take private label rights products that you do want to change. And, and for example, if you, have, if you have software, how to insert banners and give it new names. If you buy a private label ebook, you generally want to give it your own name. You, want, you generally want mm -hmm. to make, maybe create your own graphics. So we spent uh, a full two hours or so talking about that, and we sold that product for like $47 at one time. I want to give them that product, too. So uh, any of the people listening to the, the uh, show live or listening to the uh, show in the archives or any place, uh, when you purchase either of those two packages that I mentioned in particular, uh, the health and wellness one or the outdoor living one, you'll get both of those products for free. It'll just be there on the download page. Fantastic. Go to get it. Yeah, so I just want to do that for for our listeners. Um, you, you, uh, you have a, a bunch of different uh, private label rights products, though. Uh, you want to Talk the ones that uh, either are on the market now or that you have uh, in mind that will be available soon. Well, I, know, I currently have. Example. Yeah, I, I actually currently have um, the outdoor living, and a, I have a grilling package. I have a um, the health and wellness package. I have a gardening one, and we are right now as we speak working on a home brewing package, which is going to include information on brewing beer and winemaking at home. Uh, yes. we'll, be, we'll be doing a um, cooking and baking package very soon. And then more towards probably September-ish, we have our annual Halloween package, which is humongous and full of great stuff. We always go all out on Halloween, so that that's um, one of our most popular packages. And then we will also have a holiday package that will include um, Christmas and um, some Hanukkah sites and um, just a lot of a lot of fun stuff that people can use to really get ahead of the game when it comes to uh, marketing for the holidays. Yeah, and because I mean, around Christmas, for example, people are going to spend so much money shopping. That's the biggest shopping season of the year. Actually, right after Thanksgiving is the biggest shopping day of the year. So they want to get mm -hmm. their, those sites up as soon as they can. Uh, most of your sites, are, are those packages will be offered at your primary site, which is what, plr-groove.com? It's plr-groove.com, and it is a, kind of a work in progress right now. I'm just switching it over to Shopify, so um, okay. people can people can probably within the next week or so, people will be able to find all of all of our good stuff on the uh, on the new site once I finally get everything transferred over. Okay, and I did you know give them the links for the health and wellness and the outdoor living earlier and offer a bonus there if I, if I find that if I discover you know the links to any of the other ones uh, I'll, I'll also add those somewhere on my site uh, so I can throw in some, oh, extra sure. bonus, some extra good I'll let you know I'll let uh, you, you know. know what what where they're at yep okay yes and we are running out of time in fact we've got about three seconds so I want to thank you for joining us today and uh, I certainly hope you'll be able to come back uh, and time and we'll do another show together this was very important. that would be awesome super thanks again thank you so much for having me sure